So for, uh, for, for those maybe just joining, uh, we've got Stu Gold, who's the awesome CRO of Blattner Technologies. So feel free to uh, make any comments or ask any questions as well. Um, so now, uh, talked a little bit about kind of playbook. So you kind of, you went in as a CRO boss, uh, AI, now kind of Blattner, you know, similar families maybe, but kind of from a playbook, do you have kind of certain things that you kind of rinse and repeat on in terms of your kind of focus? Yeah, right now I'd say I'm really focused on uh, geographical approaches and uh, vertical industry categories and taking a little bit less of a uh, shotgun approach and really getting a little more focused on the on, the, on, on reaching the right people at the right organizations that we know have similar problems. My biggest rinse and repeat all comes down to use case and problem solving, right? So I'm, I'm trying to not, while well, we are doing professional services to help support our clients in a variety of different ways, the goal ultimately is to be able to provide a, 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 a solution that can be used over and over and over. Now, if that's a different solution for our clients in the healthcare space versus the gaming space versus the finance space versus smart cities or what's happening in the airline industry or wherever it may be, all of these are items and solutions that we're ultimately looking to create a more recurring revenue stream. We all know that that's valued. When you combine that with the AI and ML space that we're in and the high growth global opportunities there, there's a tremendous amount of valuation if we can move into and connect those two dots, right? Uh, recurring revenue, AI, ML, and uh, expansion of services within great global clients. And, and that's what we're focused on. Oh, that's great. So you, you mentioned uh, SDRs before, and we both know they're important, but if I'm a uh, SDR on your team and I say, hey, what's the, you know, yeah, I'm sure some of that say, okay, I want to be CEO tomorrow, but kind of from, from a more balanced approach, if they say, hey, you know, what are the things I need to do to be promoted up and kind of what does the promotional path look like? Uh, yeah. what, would be, what would be your advice to those SDRs? Um, initiative, flexibility, uh, and, 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 and action. So let me just address those two. Th let me start the second one. Look, we're, we're, we're moving extremely fast. We're, we have a very define North Star in a variety of ways, business success, business valuation, uh, uh, product value and impact for our clients and customers and how we go to market with some of these great partners that we have. But, you know, there's a lot happening all at once uh, to grow this business as quickly as we are in a huge global emerging uh, industry where we're, we're just moving fast and grabbing land as quickly as possible. Flexibility is very, very important. And you need to be able to kind of go with the flow a little bit and, and shift to different priorities uh, as they come up. To do that, you also need to be very proactive on our teams and you have to be able to take initiative. And I'd rather see people take initiative and, 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 and you know, make some mistakes along the way than kind of sit back and just wait for things to happen. We, we talk about that a lot. We talk about understanding that it's not gonna be a direct path to success um, and that your ability to collaborate with other people across the organization and within the team is, is really, really important. And look, I wish I could take somebody who's a SDR and make them, and I would make them VP of sales tomorrow if they're, if they're the best SDR we've ever found. And we know that they have the ability to take on those challenges. There's obviously some pieces of growth and understanding of the business and uh, along the way, but we do try to create those opportunities for our team. And, and look, we are all in it together. I, every SDR I hire, the, the, I leave them with this line in there uh, when I send them their offer letter, Randy, it's a very simple line. Your success is my success. 
And that is the God's honest truth, because without great SDRs, without great account managers, without great marketing people, without great product developers and product managers, sales is nothing. And we can't grow this business based on just going out to market with an email and some, you know, webinars. We, we have to grow it with great products and great teams and everybody in our organization. It really comes together. Each individual is what drives our overall success. Oh, that's awesome. So from a kind of a top of funnel perspective, obviously, you've got the SDRs and the you know, sales reps kind of do, doing their own lead gen. Um, and any other things that you do to kind of fill the top of the pipe? Well, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, when I'm able to now work with all these different portfolio companies and, and really close partners of ours, we're also able to say, well, let's go back and look at those 300 leads from the last two years that you didn't close because you were a point solution and you only offered one thing. Wait a minute now. Most of them said they couldn't work with you because you they weren't ready for you yet or they were beyond where you were. Now we can go back and actually offer a lot of these folks a pretty significant solution on one side of it. And the other side is, look, we have one, one of our recent uh, acquisitions and, and main investments was, you know, has 200 plus clients is doing, I won't get into the millions of dollars of revenue, but significant there. And, but what they haven't done is really added some of these advanced AI and ML capabilities that their clients actually could really use. So we're also doing a lot of cross-selling and upselling as well, which is driving a lot of the top of the funnel. I don't have to go find everybody now. A lot of them are already there. And our ability to kind of grow and expand and 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 work with a lot of the uh, the, the the relationships that are in place is 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 probably our our greatest value of go to market strategy right now. Wow, awesome! And what about uh, kind of advice that you've received al along the way? And um, you know, maybe feel free to uh, shout out to any mentors. Yeah, look, I think uh, it's a really good question. Um, well, the most important advice goes back to the gentleman I worked for at Cisco. You know, it was like, Stu, you should go into sales. And I'm like, no, no, I'm a marketing guy. Um, you know, always be open and be flexible. It's some really incredible paths that it can take you down. And, and it's about transferable skills, most importantly. And that we talk about Derek Jeter, you know, as an athlete. That's really what we look for in hiring people is transferable skills. Because our businesses, our products, these industries are moving so quickly that if you literally only do one thing really well, you ultimately may not be a great fit for a company that's consistently evolving. So that's, that's very important. Um, failing forward is really big. I mean, the number of failures, or let's just say less than the type of success they were expecting I was involved in at Microsoft is countless. But when we finally got to Windows 95, it changed the world, right? So, you know, it's okay. I'm a big believer in iterate your way to success. You don't need to get it right. You need to be moving in a direction to get it right and learn along the way. And I do think getting to market quickly, and I'm not a product guy, so don't take it from me, but I'm a believer of you can try to figure out the best product for a lot of time and blow through a lot of money, or you could go to market with what you have and your, your clients, your prospects, they will tell you what's important to them and what you need and how you can do better. And I think that's really the best way to learn. One of the best things I've done is get more of my product counterparts involved in sales calls because they really hear it directly from the users. They really hear it directly from the people that are, can get value out of the product that they're creating. And they're able to take that back and reprioritize or come up with new ideas in, in their product roadmaps. And I think it's, I'm always happy to have the product team on any call they want to be on. I think it's great value for everybody. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times you can get, uh, you know, the, I'll say the engineering or product people that, 
think they, they know the direction and trying to really have that customer centric focus in terms of really listening, getting the feedback and then kind of tweaking the roadmap is really hard to do. But if you, if you can pull that off, uh, God bless you. Yeah, well, if my client's looking for it, usually others are as well. So I think it's great to sometimes make some adjustments to meet one client's need and then be able to go out and, again, resell that in a repetitive repetitive format. That's great. What about maybe some um, sales leaders or leaders in general kind of over, over the year, years that you respect and why? Yeah, look, there's a, there's, there's a couple of people that I, I really uh, respect. And, and you know, I, I have had two key mentors in, in my life. Uh, the first was a woman by the name of Chella Irvine at, at Microsoft. The second was Larry Satterfield at, uh, at Cisco. But there have been some great folks that I've worked with in the venture capital space. The private equity space. Uh, there's a, a brilliant gentleman that I worked with by the name of uh, Ellie Davidi, who is more in the private equity space, but taught me a tremendous amount about exactly what we're doing now, which is, you know, how do you work with companies, bring companies in, but really focus on the prioritization of growth in those businesses. And uh, some of those were hard lessons, and they were they were they were born out of mistakes and failures and missteps along the way. But um, it, it's really great to understand. How to, how, how to, again, I use the word prioritize a lot. I, I think you can do a lot of things at once, but if you can truly prioritize, you can get the most out of the clients you have. You can make the most out of the capabilities that you have, uh, leverage the most out of the teams that you have, but you have to prioritize. And um, that's been really, really valuable to me. Um, but I work with great people now. And I've worked with, like I said, unbelievable people in the startup world, unbelievable people in the corporate world, and a lot of really great investors um, who have not only been patient, but have been great mentors. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so as we, uh, time flies here when you, when you have fun. Uh, so I'd like to throw this one at, at the end, and we haven't known each other that long. So I don't know if you have any uh, kind of PG Randy stories. Well, the, the, the most important story I would say, Randy, was that when you and I were uh, talking about one of the opportunities that I ended up uh, taking through you, which was really a great opportunity. I, I just remember you, I think I was traveling you were, you were, I think, in the middle of a baseball game or on the veranda, possibly watching a game. Was it Alabama? Would that be right? That's, yeah, there you go. Probably would have been out. There you go. And, and we were going back and forth and uh, trying to connect up. And you had people cheering in the background for baseball playing. And I was in airports. And, it, you know, that's just the way business gets done these days. And I think that that speaks to the speed of, of, of business in, in, in these days and the flexibility that people need to have. And, uh you know, I, I would say, you know, you you asked me one of the most important questions from a hiring perspective. You you, you asked me for some uh, references. I gave them to you and you said, no, 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 Stu, I don't want any of those. I want like this person who we know as a joint person on LinkedIn. And is it OK if I just call them? And I thought that was a great approach because you were able to just reach out to somebody and, and someone who wasn't even someone I knew from the my current industry and I hadn't worked with, but knew me from business. And I thought it was a really interesting approach. Uh, to do that. And I, uh, I've taken that to heart as well and tried to do that a little bit more as I hire people. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. You can go through all the X's and O's on interviewing and questions, everything else, but ultimately, you know, you never really know. And, you know, the, whatever interview experts are going to hate me for saying this, but, you know, for sure, one of the, you know, the most important thing I always find is, okay, you know, push to find who's that mutual person or people that you both know and as well as you would know the person, I'm comfortable, I would know the person well. And that kind of, it's never an in-between. It's either a thumbs up or thumbs down. Fortunately, most of the time it's a, it's a thumbs up, but you can certainly avoid a bad hire by doing that early 
And a lot of companies I find don't do it until the tail end when they want to, you know, make the offer. And then, you know, if it's bad, they just wasted, you know, four or six weeks of, you know, time where they could have kind of cut their losses sooner or they could have stepped on the gas and hired the person, you know, that, that, that much faster. So, yeah. And I would say right now, I remember working with you and your team, the most, what I appreciated the most was there was a, a tremendous amount of speed and tremendous amount of ongoing communication, which I think as the candidate is really, really important. Um, and it, I think, allowed the process to move much faster and be much more open about requirements on both sides. And um, it was a great opportunity, and uh, it has led me to where I am today and uh, lots of different connections from the past. So it's, I, I think the way that you approached it was fantastic. And again, from the, from the candidate perspective, of great value to me. Awesome. Good. Well, maybe you can use us in uh, Blattner as your, as your, as your yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so, uh, you know, you've been a fantastic, certainly really exciting journey that uh, Blattner's on doing the acquisitions. You know, the, the technology is, you know, something that's going to just kind of go and grow over time. And, uh, you know, you uh, definitely look to be in the driver's seat. And uh, as I said before, if I were, uh, you know, l looking to sell or be a leader, I'd, I'd work, work for you in a heartbeat. So I uh, certainly uh, congratulate you for kind of what you've done and certainly what looks like a fantastic plan going forward. Great, Randy. Hey, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for the time. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Absolutely. All right. We got a question just got uh oh that's right yeah tucker's reminding me so uh for these podcasts we just found out that i guess you get ranked and there's something called a five-star rating uh and we this actually is the first time we just figured this out yesterday so any folks that can go into their apple podcast app and leave a, a review it can be just a sentence or a few words whatever would be great. And then I think um, it's uh, you can do five stars as well. And you do the search on Tech Sales Insights uh, for the Tech Sales Insights podcast page. And you can scroll down to the bottom and hit write a review in the ratings and review section. Uh, and as Tucker says here, thank, thanks again for everyone's support. And uh, next week, we actually have on Tuesday, not Wednesday, December 6th at 2 p.m., John Barrows, who's a, uh, I've only recently met, but he's just an awesome, um, I don't know what you call it, consultant, advisor, coach, but he kind of does it all around uh, kind of sales for sure. His uh, title topic is the future sales rep uh, is going back to the past, uh, but with better tools and uh, a bunch of other great uh, content will be in there for sure. So be on the lookout for that. So for everybody uh, watching, thank you so much. Convertive, thanks for sponsoring. Uh, certainly those that have not joined sales community, please do. And uh, we're going to be signing off. Stu, if you could stay on because we turn off and then everybody else leaves and then we just do our recap thing. And uh, thanks always, Tucker, as well. Thanks, Tucker.